Our sponsor is AZCS Technology. If you are a digital creator or looking for stuff to make your art better, give them a call. AZCS Technology. Where technology meets the creative. Ghost House. everybody <laughs> welcome to ghost hose we're back we're back we took a break but you didn't even notice we yeah, took a break you'll no know. what no what what why are you shaking your head at me come back here wait what happened gannon t- popped in here to shake his head at us <laughs> I, I don't know why he's di- what is going on it was really I'm- creepy because you're like looking behind me and there was no one there and i'm like <laughs> who the fuck are you talking to wait you didn't see him no is Maybe it, Ganon's is it a ghost. Ganon ghost. <laughs> the ghost of Ganon. What the? F- what was that about? That was weird. That All was right. weird and rude. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head at us? We didn't do nothing to you. Well, I don't. We probably make yeah. his life miserable having to I'm edit sure. this. Sorry. <laughs> he secret hates us. Probably. Oh. Um, so, I'm Q. I'm Connie. Welcome to Ghost Toes. Welcome to Ghost Toes. Um. Yeah, so I guess, oh, I have our agenda. Our ghost agenda. Ghost agenda. All right. Oh, step first, one. Step one. Pour oh, wine. yeah, we have to pour our wine. <laughs> pour wine. <laughs> help, help. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, none of us are close. Right. Okay, let's do it. I got this. Okay. Nice full glass here. And a generous helping of wine. I'm sorry. This just is like that. <laughs> this is a Sophia Rose from mm, I, the, Montre County. I don't know. The drip I licked off the side was already good. <laughs> I probably should not fill up my entire glass. Sorry, right. I'm only having one, so that the rest is yours. I will gladly fill up my the entire glass. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Clink. Yep. Pretend yeah. clink. Awesome. Um, let's have a taste. Ooh, it's nice. Oh, that is good. Much fancier than what I usually get. Man, I was feeling fancy. Well, you're always fancy, and you look very nice today. Thank you. I have my, um, fake tattoo. I went to, uh... Uh, roller derby this oh, weekend. Oh, that's what that is. It's I was like, the, did you... I just assumed it was a real tattoo that I just never noticed before because maybe you always wear <laughs> sleeves. You know what? Uh, that's what I thought people were going to think, but it also has... So you know how like around the edge of temporary tattoos... It's a little they're, like, messy, but... Yeah, like, it's like dirty. <laughs> like maybe I'm just Oh, dirty. I can't see that from here, but like it does look a little bit like maybe it is temporary, but... Right. I'm like, maybe that's just or the that's style. Just the effect of it. That's just the style that you chose for that tattoo. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, but I went to see the DuPage Derby Dames. Oh, that's so cool. It was actually a lot of fun. I love Roller Derby. I, You know what? I've never been to one before. Oh, really? Yeah, it was my first one. And it's like, it was a small roller rink. And it's like a, um, it's DuPage County. So, I mean, it's not like, I know there's the Windy City Rollers. There's the or... Windy City Rollers. And then there's the Chicago Outfit. 
Okay. There's, uh, I think there's the two teams, but or maybe there's teams underneath those teams. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but um. Okay. But, yeah. but I mean, it was it was on a small local. I mean, not local to me, but like, like a local enough um, roller rink. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I learned wish, a lot about roller derby. I wish I could rollerblade. I mean, I roller skate. I can't roller skate. <laughs> I can't. Well, I, I, was I like, just so. Why is it so much harder than rollerblading? I, I don't, don't know. I haven't roller skated or rollerbladed since probably I was like eight years old. So I, my friends were like, "You should totally join a, a roller derby." I'm like, I "Yeah, need to people remember lo- people, how to roller skate." People first. love to recommend like, yeah. "Hey, j- join roller <laughs> derby. Why don't you do I, that?" I'm, I'm like, "No, like I'm just love like, to. Yeah, I mean, I would be super cool, but I just don't think I'm capable of that. To, like, I would you have to, to be really good at skating." Start- like, roller skating first yeah and kind of build my way into right that. you have to be, also you have to at least be competent <laughs> at roller skating before right. you can consider doing roller derby because that's like yeah. super skating i mean these girls were like just because you have to stay in like the you have the to line you have to stay in the lines and, and it's i mean they were just like on the edge of the lines like on two like wheels i'm like what is going on here yeah they're very balanced, and I'm just not a very balanced person. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> on, you know, the ground with no wheels. So, yeah. Um, but I do, I mean, it would, I would definitely love to do that. So, I, I do think I'm going to start roller skating and just see, and how, see goes. how that goes, and then see how well I do with strength. Yeah. <laughs> you know, holding my own on roller skates. Yeah. And then we'll kind of go from there. So. Yeah. No, Who I. Knows? Oh man, I see. Part of me just wants to roller derby, just because I already have my derby name picked out for me. What would it be? Shady Gaga. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, for the we all were trying to come up with names, so I came up up with uh, Sue Vicious. Oh, nice. I kind of like that. Nice. Um, but I don't know. It's um, you know, I'm not. It's not 100. percent I have to have that name, so. Uh, yeah, if you guys have uh, roller derby names for us, please feel free to put them on our Facebook page slash group. <laughs> yeah. Give us some recommendations. Cool. So our ghost agenda. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to the ghost agenda. Now that we took um, that derby detour. Well. This was derby detour with yeah. Connie and Q. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. Um, so the first one was hello. So we did that. Hi. Um, <laughs> Hi again. And did anything spooky happen? Um, yeah. Uh, so last week, um, it was one of the mornings after my boyfriend already left for work and I went downstairs to feed the cats, even though they already had food in their bowls, but it wasn't quite full. Um, incidentally, what do you call it when a cat cries for food when the bowl isn't empty? Um, I don't know. Fake muse. Ah! Ah, topical. I love it. Anyway. That was fantastic. So Thank you for that. It was me and all the cats. My boyfriend was gone. And I heard footsteps in my room above no. me. Four distinct steps. And I'm just like, maybe he didn't leave. And I look out the window. No, his car's gone. Like, no, he's gone. It's just like, oh, man. Like, no, ghost. I have no time for you right now. I have to get to work. So I just pieced out. See, like, when I hear footsteps above my apartment, it's most likely my neighbors. But if it's not, I don't know. Yeah. So (laughs) usually I would blame the cats, but they were, like, screaming at me because they're, (laughs) they could see, like, parts of their food dish. Like, oh. 
Yeah, my cats do that too. It's terrible. Why? And We're I'm, starving. I'm really pissed too because Mojo will was always the more vocal cat and Cuddles never made a sound. And now she's been like meowing and I'm like, don't you dare teach her your bad habits. Oh no. Yeah, they're just so whiny lately. <sighs> yeah. Damn it, cats. At least you're cute. Right? I love them. They're so cuddly. Yeah. I forgive you, cats. <laughs> Loud bastards. They are cute. Yeah. Anything spooky happened to you? So, funny story. Our last episode I was listening to because I'm weird and I like to listen to our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it and I realized I never told my spooky story or like anything that happened to me last week. And... um. For the life of me, I can't remember what I was going to talk about. Damn it. <laughs> um, but I guess today, um, it's not really like ghost spooky or even spooky at all, but more like embarrassing. Uh-oh. Um, so I normally wear the shirt I'm wearing or shirt dress, whatever the hell this is, with like a tank top underneath. Yeah. And so I'm like at work, getting my coffee, talking to some people. I get back to my desk. My button is unbuttoned, and you can definitely see my boobs. And I was like, oh, my God. No one told me. So I'm just hoping no one noticed, and that's why they didn't tell me. Because I did see one of my friends, and she was like, well, I didn't notice. Otherwise, I would have told you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, then, if you didn't see it, then hopefully hopefully no no one one else else did. did. And I just got by with my exposed boobs (laughs) in the office. So... (laughs) That was my terrifying moment of oh, the man. day. That's a, what that's crazy. You know, this is like it's I hate when it happens. I remember in high school it happened to me. The entire class. I'm sitting next to this guy and like we had been talking and then I'm leaving and my friend is like, Your shirt is like open and I'm like <gasps> like and who knows when it happened and I've you know, I was just interacting with people the whole time and I'm like Oh Oh, no. So yeah. That's my that's my spooky story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you. It's all right. I it's just your boobs just want to be free. It's my life. (laughs) This is just my life. It's fine. Oh man. All right. So I guess we can go right into our ghost stories unless you have anything you want to discuss before. No, no. Um, So our theme this week was um, ghosts who solve their own murders. Yeah. And Connie came up with this theme and I love it. I did not even think of this. Oh, I didn't tell you. Um, Side note, we don't have to include this in the podcast, but I found our list did I tell you? In oh yeah. Message? Well, I okay. know you didn't actually tell me, but I found it in our, I put our it Google in Docs. The thing. I was like, "Look what I found!" Yeah. When um, I was searching for my note file, yeah. I saw that and was just like, "Oh, cool." I put it in the name so you'd see it, and yeah. I was like, "Just in case I forget to tell you." Yeah. No, I saw it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Ah. Uh, uh, do you want to go first, or should I go first? It's up to you. I don't. Do you, how uh, are you feeling? I don't care. I don't I'm either. feeling good. I'm enjoying right? this wine. I think th- I'm. I'm so excited to be back. I needed that. Break. I know. I did too. And I was so like, excited. I was so burnt out. Yeah. Like, and I was so sick the last couple weeks. I know. I felt so bad because you you were so sick in the last episode, and you pulled you pulled through like a trooper. Like, well, thanks. I was very. But I with was that. miserable. <laughs> I know. I could tell, and that's why I was like, 
at the end, I'm like, all right, let's let's go. Yeah, I'm just like, you know what? I'm like halfway through the story. Let's just stop. Let's stop now. It's, can it's we stop right. now? Can we stop like five minutes ago? That's what the internet's for. People can look this shit up. Yeah, you know what? But, but they shouldn't. Find out the ghost story yourself, motherfuckers. <laughs> we'll just tell you specific ghosts and go look it up on your own. And then we'll just talk about our day. Yeah, there we go. This <laughs> this is How Is Your Day with Connie and Q. Right? And sometimes we tell you what ghost stories to look up. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm. I'm joking though. No, please we're not. We're not. No, what we have to say. We're gonna tell you about ghosts. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll we'll tell our stories. Goodness gracious. Um. What if we? Okay. What if we flip a coin or something? Okay. Oh, I don't have a or, coin. Um, uh, is there like a flip a coin website? There's, there's probably a Google Google. Uh, flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> Just no, just Google Flipcoin, and it, sh- it should have like some sort of stupid app right oh, there on Google. Actually, Google did. Yeah. Oh, exactly. it already did it, and it's tails. So we got to do it again. Okay. Um, so heads, I do. Tails, you do. Or okay, that's is fine. That fine. Yeah. And okay, flip. Well, tails, you go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm excited. <coughs> it's been a full two weeks since I've heard a ghost story. Well, from you. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard many ghost stories between. I, I, I know <laughs> you. you. You get your ghost stories from all sorts of girls and boys probably too. You ghost story hussy. <laughs> I read most of mine off the internet. Don't, don't be too offended. Okay, I'm not offended. <laughs> I listen to other podcasts where people tell ghost stories sometimes, too. See, I've yet to do that because I like us so much. <laughs> I just I just like podcasts our, so much. I th- you know, that's true. I should. I just listen to all sorts of different ones. So, yeah, I do. too. I just consume them all because I can't stand silence oh, I don't because mean. silence lead to me th- thinking my own thoughts. And that is not fun. <laughs> so no one wants I wants to think their own thoughts. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to have my brain run away, run away. And uh, yeah, so I just like to listen to other people talk. I like to listen to you talk. Oh, shucks. Damn it, Q. Make me blush. Shit and shucks. <laughs> shucks. <laughs> All right. All right sorry, oh tell God. Your story. Sorry. All right. So I'm going to tell you the story about the Greenbrier ghost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer, or at least the first known case. Because I yeah. don't know. I think maybe you have a more I recent have, thing. But yeah. But this happened way back in the day. Um, Elva Zona Hester was born in 1873 in rural, rural, rural West Virginia. Um. Little is known about her early life, other than she gave birth to an illegitimate child when she was 22. Um, But one year later, in October 1896, she met a man named Erasmus Stribbling Trout Shoe. Damn, that is a name. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But he seemed to go by Edward, which is probably a good choice. (laughs) Is that even in his name? No, his name is Erasmus. Yeah, that's weird. Stribbling Trout. Shoe. Stribbling. Stribbling. <laughs> stribbling. What the fuck is stribbling? Is that like, I don't know. And trout and shoe. Like it's, the it's, shoe? Like it's, it's, like it's S H U E. Oh, okay. So, but trout is spelled like the fish trout. Yeah, so it's just, it's a weird, I don't even know what's going on. But it was the 1800s. So okay. who knows what the fuck? That explains it. Yeah. 
So he was a drifter, red flag, who came into town to start a new life, red flag. And he was wanting to work it as, as a blacksmith, green flag. Uh, Zona and Edward met shortly after he came to town and really hit it off. As far as I can tell, they got married almost immediately, despite Zona's mother, Mary Hester's objections. She did not like Edward Shue one bit. Um, just goes to show, sometimes it pays to listen to your mother. Don't say that. Because <laughs> Zona would be dead only a few months later. Oh. Yeah, this didn't even last, like, years. No time for resentment to build up or anything. Right. Um, Twas an afternoon in January. Uh, Edward was working at the blacksmith shop, and he asked a neighbor's young boy to stop by his house and ask if there was anything Zona needed from the store. You know, just go ahead. It was a completely bullshit, uh, contrived thing to get someone right. to go find his wife's body, basically. The boy found Zona laying at the bottom of the stairs. She was stretched out with her feet together and one hand on her abdomen and the other one lying next to her. Her head was slightly turned and her eyes were wide open. Oh. The small boy uh, knew she was dead and he ran home and told his mother. And her, his mother uh, called the lo local doctor, um, Dr. George Knapp, and he was summoned to the house, only he didn't arrive for an hour. Um, by the time Dr. Knapp showed up, Edward was back at his house, and he had carried his wife's body upstairs and laid her out on the bed. Oh. Uh, he dressed her corpse in her Sunday best. Uh, it was a high-collared, a high-necked, stiff-collared dress that covered her neck, and he placed a veil over her face, which was, like, hella improper for the time because it was usually the ladies the in the community that would dress and wash and dress a, a lady's body for burial. Like, oh, it's usually not a man right. and not even her husband, even though they're married. Right. So while Dr. Knapp tried to examine her to determine a cause of death, Edward stayed by his wife's side, cradling her head and sobbing. Because of his obvious grief, Dr. Knapp gave the body only a cursory examination. Um, he did notice some bruising on her neck, but he didn't... When he tried to look closer... Um, Edward reacted so violently that the physician ended the examination and left. Initially, he listed her cause of death as everlasting faint. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means. And then he uh, decided it might have been complications from pregnancy. Oh. Because maybe she was pregnant. <clears throat> so Zona's body was taken to her childhood home. Um, to be buried, but not before a bizarre funeral with, where her widower was acting erratically. He paced by the casket, fiddling. I'm fine. Don't look at me like that. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was suggesting myself. He play, He paced by the casket, fiddling with Zona's head and neck. Um, in addition to the collar and the veil, he covered her head and neck with a scarf. It didn't match her dress, but Edward insisted that it was her favorite and she would want to be buried with it. He also propped her head up first with a pillow and then with a rolled up cloth. It was strange, but most guests chalked it up to the grieving process because people are stupid. <laughs> Edward Shue was generally liked and regarded without suspicion by everyone in town. Except for Zona's mom. That's right. She hated Edward from the start and had never wanted her daughter to marry the stranger. She was even more against the marriage when Zona revealed to her that he had been married two times before. 
There was something wrong with all this, and she knew it, but she had no way to prove it. If only Zona could tell her what happened. So she decided to pray for Zona to somehow come back from the dead and reveal the truth about her death. Um, she prayed every night for weeks, and finally her prayer was answered. Hester claimed her daughter appeared to her in a dream four nights in a row to tell her story. Um, the spirit appeared first as a bright light, and she, gradually she took hor human form, and she and the room filled with a chill. Uh, Zona's ghost confessed to her mother that she, oh, damn it, that Edward cruelly abused her, and one night attacked her in a rage when he thought that she hadn't made any meat for his dinner. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's real shitty. It, but she did. He just... It was almost crazy. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Uh, so he broke her neck. <gasps> yeah. The ghost said it was... Oh, shit. I forgot about this. As the ghost told her mom this, uh, she turned her head completely around. <gasps> no! Yeah. <laughs> Then she walked away, disappearing into the night while staring back at her mother. Like, oh my. with her head so, facing like the she, wrong way. So like, like, she was facing forward, but her she, head was facing back. Yeah, like, so she, oh, she, like, wow. so she told her mom, That's not okay. He broke my neck. And then she showed her, like, by <laughs> twisting her neck, oh, her head really completely around, okay. and then walked away. And then, but she was still looking at her mom, even though she was walking and, like, oh, uh, that's. Which is just like the sort of overdramatic bullshit I would pull if I were a ghost. Right. Like I, props to you, Zona. Seriously, she's like, check this shit out. Like, look at me, mom. And By like, the way, I'm walking away. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, you get it, girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Mrs. Hester went to the local prosecutor to convince him to reopen the case of her daughter's death. Apparently, she was persistent enough to make him start asking questions around town. He had heard about uh, he heard about Edward's shady behavior at the funeral, and then he talked to he talked to Doctor Knapp, who admitted that his examination of the dead woman had only, had been incomplete. The two of them agreed that an autopsy would clear things up and would confirm or deny any lingering suspicions. Um, Edward Shue kicked up a fuss when he found out they were going to exhume his wife's dead body, but there wasn't, there weren't nothing he could do about it. Oh. Mm-mm. Nothing. Uh, the autopsy findings were quite damning. Uh, her, on the throat were marks of fingers indicating that she had been choked. Uh, the neck was dislocated between the first and second vertebrae. The ligaments were torn and ruptured. The windpipe had been crushed. Like, it was pretty fucked up and pretty obvious when they actually yeah. got a chance to look at her. Like, maybe she didn't just faint. She didn't just faint and never got up again, right. which is kind of a bullshit. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Everlasting faint. There are so many weird things that people used to list as causes of death. Oh, man. I'm just trying to think of... <sighs> like, paper cut. Yeah, there's, there's, I think, like, I think there's, well, I think it's actually a literature, like, reasons ladies in literature have died, and, like, it's been, like, oh, where's my, I'll just Google it, actually. Okay. Sorry. Also, we should probably cut out my paper cut comment, because that was really dumb. <laughs> well, actually, I think that might actually be one oh, of Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
You die from a paper cut. I mean, you do bleed a lot, but I don't think you bleed I, that with, much. It's like a... Okay. <clears throat> Low, damn you. All right. So here's a list of things women in literature have died from. Cold hands. A beautiful face. <laughs> missing slippers. Wrist fevers. Night brain. Night? What the fuck is night brain? I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing you could die of, maybe, in ye olde literature. Uh, going outside at night in Italy. <laughs> Shawl insufficiency. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Too many pillows. There's no such thing. <laughs> Garden troubles. Someone said no very loudly while they were in the room. <laughs> I think this should just be called reasons husbands have killed their wives. <laughs> like, or excuses like men have given for killing women. Yeah. My goodness. They're just like flirting headaches, river oh unhappiness, <laughs> general bummers. That's my favorite. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, unpleasantness, too many novels, <laughs> clergyman's smart. dropsies, Jeez. ship infidel- infidelity. Shit, I want to look up this night brain business. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, but you know, spent more than a month in London after growing up in Yorkshire. <laughs> so yeah, that's the kind of thing that people thought was legit back in the day. Wow. So yeah. Back to the story. <laughs> Sorry, we went on a little no. tangent. Um, so Edward Shue was arrested. While he awaited trial, tales of his previous marriages came to light. His first wife, Allie Cutlip, divorced him while he was in prison for horse stealing, citing frequent beatings and horrible abuse at his hands. But at least she got out alive. His second wife, Lucy Tritt, died mysteriously after they had been married for only eight months. Edward claims they were out hiking when she tripped and hit her head on a rock. Some people were suspicious, but he got the hell out of Dodge before anything could come of it. While he was in jail, uh, he repeatedly told anyone who would ask, they can't prove that I did it. And he told his fellow inmates that his goal in life was to have seven wives. And, like, kill them all? Uh, but he just wanted to have seven wives. That's, it was like, I just want to be married, not at the same time. but Have had seven wives. Yeah, that was his lifelong goal. Well, I'm glad he they got stopped to three. At three. Yeah. <laughs> so when the trial began, numerous people from the community testified against Edward Shue. The highlight of the trial, of course, came when the uh, with the appearance of Mary Hester. The prosecutor put her on the stand both as the mother of the dead woman and also as the first person to notice the unusual circumstances of her death. He wanted to make sure that she appeared both sane and reliable, so he skirted the issue of the ghost story. And besides, it was inadmissible as evidence. Uh, the teller of the story in this case was Zona Shu, who obviously could not be cross-examined um, by the defense, so her testimony would be hearsay under the law. Unfortunately for Edward, his attorney decided to ask Mrs. Hester about her ghostly sighting. It seemed obvious that he was doing it to try to make her look ridiculous to the jury, um, to try to characterize her visions as like, Oh, just a crazy hysterical right. woman. Um, but like, he could not badger badger her into making a mistake. Like, she just stuck to her story. She told it, and uh, 
she never wavered from what she had seen. Um, so the damage was done because the defense and not the prosecution had introduced the testimony about the ghost. The judge had a hard time telling the jury to exclude it. So, aha, fuck you, motherfucker. You try to make her look crazy. And instead mm-hmm. she got to tell her whole story about the ghost and people believed it. Right. And they decided they found Edward guilty after a little over an hour of deliberation. Well, good. Yeah. Um, he was sentenced to life in prison. Um, but this sentence didn't satisfy everyone in town. A group of about of about 15 to 30 people armed with rifles, pistols, and a brand new rope were fixing to go down to the jail, take Edward by gunpoint, and hang him themselves. But the sheriff was tipped off and was able to ferret Edward away and to span the angry mob. So he survived to go to his... Uh, live out his sentence in the West Virginia State Penitentiary. He survived three more years before he died of either the measles, the mumps, or pneumonia. Thank goodness for like the fucking 1800s (laughs) (laughs) and like the diseases that could wipe people out back then. Yeah. So good good riddance, bro. Have been hung. (laughs) Yeah, I mean those people were really fixing to get them, but some somebody narked them out. And, but whatever. He only lasted three more years. So, well, all right. Bye. Shit. That's all right. <laughs> all right. So that's my story. I liked it. Oh my goodness. I hope you like it. Shit. That I like forever. I'll remember you telling me about a woman. <laughs> like turning turn her, her head, head around completely it, around. It reminds me of that movie. Um, Death Becomes Her. Have you seen that? I don't think so. Oh, we should have a movie night and watch it. It's so good. A ghost movie night. Yes. I'm down. I'm up. I'm down. I'm all around. Let's do it. But there's a very similar scene in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to, like, I want, maybe we could do, I don't know. I want someone to do a short of just, like, Zona visiting her mom and doing that because I just right. want to see that. Like it looks in my mind, it looks so crazy and so dramatic, and I'm just like, I love it. I'm telling you, this movie has something very, very similar. Excellent. Maybe I'll show you after this, just that scene. Okay, cool. We'll see if we can find it. Cool. All right. Good. Cool. Awesome. Well, cool story, Boo. Thanks, Boo. <laughs> All right. Um, my story <clears throat> is local. What? <laughs> it takes place in Chicago. <gasps> and um, this is the ghost of Teresita Bassa. Go on. Um, so funny story. Um, so we're today is February 21st, and it's important for me to tell everyone that because the day she died was 40 years ago today. <gasps> what? Holy shit. She died. February 21st, 1977. Oh, my God. How what the fuck? crazy That's is amazing. That? Well, it was funny because yeah. one of the articles I was reading was like, the anniversary of Ter- Teresita's death is uh, today. But it was like 37 years ago or something. So the article is somewhat old. And I read it. It's like February 21st. And I look at the fucking calendar and it's February 21st. I'm like, holy shit. What mind is blown. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And okay. So she was murdered. Obviously. I mean, obviously. 
So she was um, stabbed through the chest and then set on fire. Jesus. Under a pile of clothes on a mattress. So um, she was, so her, her clothes had been removed. Um, and I apparently it was staged to look like she was raped, but after they ran tests and stuff, she, um, it turned out she was not, um, the night she died, uh, she was home and, uh, the police had seen that she, uh, had made two phone calls, um, before she died around 710 and 730. And then around 840 that night, the firefighters had responded to a call, about a fire at her apartment uh, where they found her dead body. So um, just a little fact about her. She was a respiratory therapist. I need one of those right now. (laughs) You know, if we call, maybe, I mean, it's her anniversary. Maybe you can call upon her ghost. Be like, like, Teresita, please help me with my coughing fits. Thanks, boo. (laughs) Um, So she was... The, she was a respiratory therapist at Edgewater Hospital and oh, had lived mm-hmm, and had lived in Lincoln Park. Oh. Um, so one of the the so they didn't have a whole lot of clues at, um, at who had done it, um, but one of the things they had was a handwritten note um, by Teresita, and all it said was "Get tickets for AS." Now, I mean, that could have been anything. That didn't necessarily mean that that's the killer, but. They're like, well, this is all we have. We don't know who this could be, so we'll go, we'll look into it. Yeah. Um, so the two detectives on the case were Joseph Statula and Lee Eplin. Um, so six months into the case, um, they weren't really getting anywhere, and they had gotten a call from the Evanston police um, by a man, or I'm sorry, so, um, Evanston police had given them information, um, that they should possibly look into talking to a man named Alan Showery. And, um, the, so they had gotten this information from a, a couple who lived in Evanston, um, a Jose and Remibias. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but she goes by Remy, um, and apparently Remy had been possessed by Teresita's ghost. What? Or her spirit. And um, several times. And had described her death and gave the name of her murderer. Whoa. Um, so Jose, the husband, had told the, pol- um, the police that the voice coming from his wife, or the, uh, the voice was coming from his wife, um, and she had been acting um not like herself um since like right after the murder but also um and i have it written somewhere else but also um she had been like laid off or let go um just hours after um teresita or remy oh i'm sorry remy okay so she had been she had been fired Hours before she started um, having these, like, psychic abilities. Huh. So it's kind of a weird fact. Um, uh, okay. Um, okay, so she, she had told her husband 
that um, Alan Showery had come to repair um, Teresita's television, but ended up stabbing her and robbing, robbing her of jewelry before setting the fire and, and running away. What a bag of shit. Um, so they were a little hesitant about the information because they're like, oh, oh a you, you, got, mm. you got possessed by a ghost. Cool. Yeah. So, um, but the thing that, that intrigued them was um, Alan Showery's initials are AS. Right. And those are the initials on the, the little note she had made. So they looked into it <clears throat> and um, they went to his apartment um, obviously, he denied killing her, but in searching his um, apartment, uh, specifically in his girlfriend's room, they had found two pieces of jewelry that they believed belonged to Teresita, yeah. and that was a pearl ring and a jade uh, pendant. And the girlfriend told the police that um, it was like a late Christmas gift mm-hmm. from her boyfriend. And so... They had taken the jewelry and showed it to the family of Teresita, and they were like, yes, those belong to her. And they were like distinct pieces of jewelry. It wasn't like mass-produced. It was like specific items that her family had actually purchased for her right. from like other countries. Um, so... It's not something you'd find at Target. Right, exactly. So um, after they had confronted... Alan about it um he quickly changed his story (laughs) oh go figure (laughs) and he actually ended up confessing um he said that he knew Teresita from work and um her knowing he was in a tough financial spot she had tipped him generously for helping her with errands and other tasks um so he decided to kill her so yeah, so I guess she was nice to him, and she was like, and he was like, "Oh, I'll just murder you for your other stuff that you have." Right. I mean, it's just it seems so like small too. It's like just fucking jewelry. Yeah, it's a person's life, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then he admitted to visiting her the night of her death, um, stabbing her. And she didn't die right away. So she was just unconscious from the stab wound. And he staged the sexual assault, stole her items, and um, set the fire. Um, So so after the confession to the police, he then was like, oh, no, 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 no. The police forced me to confess because they were threatening, like, me and my pregnant girlfriend – and um, they were like threatening that they would charge my girl, my pregnant girlfriend, with murder too. So I just confessed, and so um, they went to trial, and the trial actually ended with a mistrial. Um, but then a month later, as he was waiting um, for a new trial, he ended up actually like confessing for real. Um, <clears throat> he was sentenced to fourteen years for robbery, arson, and murder. 14 years? Right. That pissed me off. That's he, not a um, So he's actually, real quick, he... He's out and about. Out, he was he's paroled from Stateville Prison, which is the one in Joliet. Yeah. Um, in 1983. Um, he, well, hopefully he hasn't done no more murders. 
Yeah, I, they didn't. They didn't say that he did, but I mean, he's, um, he, if he's out and about, he's probably not. So when he was released, um, he was released to this like mysterious woman. They don't know mysterious woman. Um, I guess they just know the first name was Naomi. Naomi. Huh. Um, and she had attended all his like court hearings. I'm sure it was like one of those weird like, um, pen pal type of oh, things where right. you know you know women who are like into men who are in prison. So I'm sure it was something like that. Um, and then he ended up living with his with a relative in California, um, and then moved back to Chicago for a little bit um, in Blue Island or near Blue Island. So like the Chicago near there. And then after that, he went. Um, and lived in, he lived to New York, or he moved to New York City, um, which is where I guess he lived before the murder. And New York City! Um, that's only been traced up to 2004, so where no one knows now? where he is right now. Um, so if you want to look up where he is, his name's Alan Sh- uh, Showery, and um, yeah... It's crazy that there's like a sex offender registry, but not like a murderer. Right. Registry. Like I feel like that should be a thing. You feel? I mean, I feel like maybe you want to know if there's a murderer living right. next door to you. I don't know. Um. So just, I guess, um, a little more information about Remy, who was the psychic woman. Um, she. So it turns out she also worked at the Edgewater Hospital as a, a respiratory. What? Um, Therapist? Therapist, thank you. And um, like I said, her psychic episode started only after, um, only hours after she lost her job. Um, They were also like, during the trial, um, they had brought it up that that's how they got the information. I mean, obviously the jewelry, like, is what really got him probably. But yeah, that's what. I mean, that's what led them to him. And um, I guess they were trying to say in the trial that he he was, like, questioning her ability to do her job. So that's why she was, like, framing him for this or something. But it's like, you have the fucking jewelry in your yeah. house. Um, and it, no matter how she, how she had the information, she knew and she told someone. And that's all that matters, yeah. you know? Um, some people think that maybe instead of it actually being like a psychic episode, she um, she just like overheard conversations and that's how she found out. Um, but there is a book called Teresita, The Voice from the Grave, um, which oh, cool. is the full story of like Remy and her psychic episodes and oh, like cool. all of that. So I actually think I'm going to like, I haven't read it. I didn't have time to, but yeah. um, I'm probably going to take a look at it and, and see what it has to say. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I had. Um, oh, actually, one more thing, because I'm a super big weirdo. If you want to <laughs> go to the apartment where Teresita lived, it's at 2740 North Pine Grove Avenue. Huh. It's still there. So just go knock on all the doors like is this where Teresita used to live well it's actually um she lived in apartment 15b okay (laughs) 
So, I mean, don't go bother the people who live there. Yeah, but you can, would not like, be go cool. just check out the building and be like, oh, that's this where, is where this happened. Yeah. I'm weird and I like to look at, the, like, see things like that. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Same. Awesome. Cool story, boo. Thank you. Um, yeah. Oh, my computer's dying. That's okay. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> Uh, away with you, computer! <laughs> oh, I guess I kind of need this for my recommendation later. That's why that. I have my phone as a backup. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> um, ow! Why am I saying ow? I just hit my computer, not myself. I say ow all the time, even if it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It's it's like a... You know what does hurt? This. <gasps> look at it. Look Don't. at look at this thing why moving underneath my that? skin. Why? Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Why Go. Why are you doing that? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's doing it. Is it like a piece of your bone? Maybe. I don't know. I worry that it is. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, but I fell and I hurt myself and I just have to share my pain with somebody. Well, I'm sorry that you fell. That's super gross, but... <laughs> Oh God! Stop! Don't show me anymore. Look at it. It's I so terrible. Look at it. it hurts so bad. I will stop touching it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I feel bad, but like, just don't. <laughs> well, I can't really see it when it does that. I can really feel it. Yeah, I have to look at it. Mm. So. <laughs> um, okay. I'm sorry. Do you want to do um, oh, recommendations? recommendations? Yeah, let's do some recommendations. Oh man. So I want to rec- I want to re-recommend <laughs> my recommendation from our Valentine's oh, episode. Oh yeah, you were telling me it was the, it's a ghost boyfriend book that I was like it was I couldn't remember I was just I thought it was a fever dream I've been haunted <laughs> by this this book since I was twelve and I don't remember it but uh, thanks to Jen uh, she told me on our Facebook group or page I don't know group group okay on the facebook group she was like hey i think it's the mediator series by meg cabot and i was like what it can't be by meg cabot i know who meg cabot is like i would have (laughs) remembered it was meg cabot and i looked it up and i was just like this sounds familiar but meg cabot and uh yeah it is totally the mediator series by meg cabot but she was going she was writing underneath under the name uh jenny carroll at the time that's why i couldn't like i didn't associate meg cabot with that um, but yeah, it's a Meteority series by Make Habit, and holy shit, I love it. I've been reading it. I've read like the, uh, it's a series, like, so I thought it, I was combined all the books into one book, even though I haven't read the most recent book yet. Okay. I'm just rereading them all to like get my bearings because I'm just, I'm making up all sorts of stuff in my head and I'm like, oh wait. So I basically condensed all the books I had read into one book. And it's amazing, and I love it, and it's so dated. <laughs> like, What's the best thing about these books? Like, it's just casually dated. Like, sh- this the main character, Susanna, does not have a cell phone. Even though cell phones exist, but it's still new enough where she doesn't... Not everyone has a cell phone, oh, okay. and so she doesn't have a cell phone. And so she, like, has to borrow people's phones or use pay phones. She uses oh, pay phones pay all phones. the time. Like, she has to get a ride and she has to find a pay phone. And it's just, like, ridiculous. Like, you would not – this could not happen right now. Like, this this story cannot be told like this anymore because you – Oh, yeah. Everyone has a fucking cell phone. Like Side note. I was actually just explaining to, like, my nephews um, that – Back in the day, if I needed, like, my mom to pick me up from the movies or something or the mall, you would call Collect, 
and you have like five seconds to say your name and I would quickly be like mom pick me up and that, that would be like in place of my name so it would like just send her the message and she wouldn't have to take the collect call and she'd come pick me up it was fantastic also fucking pagers anyway continue I re- yeah I remember pagers I remember having to call my dad's pager and oh, yeah those were kids these days don't understand how hard it was they won't know Shit, we used to have to call movie theaters and it would be like a recording and to find out what what time the movies mm-hmm. were playing at like and you would have to listen to oh my god and you have to pre- oh it was well, so and it, wasn't even, it was just an actual recording yeah and if someone hung up during a certain spot it would pick up where they left off and you'd have to listen to the whole fucking thing and if you missed your time my you god. have to listen again yeah you it have took to forever oh man it used to suck back in the day before the internet and Aww, cell phones the internet just made things so easy oh man right Oh man, so like I just so I'm reading this book, these mm-hmm. books again, and I'm really enjoying it. It's like there's like just casually stuff in it, like references, like the Wild Wild West is mentioned. Oh jeez. Uh, MTV and Total Recre- Total Requ- Request Live is mentioned. Remember <gasps> TRL. that TRL? Yeah, totally. Uh, the Macarena Bailey. is oh, mentioned. Shit. Hell yeah! This like, is like my childhood. I know, like all these little things are mentioned. And I was just like, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe. I, I just have such nostalgia for, yeah. like, this bullshit oh, that I love. I gotta fucking read this shit. You do have to read it. And, like, oh, it's so great. There's there's this scene where a ghost, there's many ghost scenes, but, yeah. like So the ghost, <laughs> basically, the, the, the mediator, like, she talks to ghosts and she helps them solve their problems to help them move on to the others like okay. to move on to the other side that's what she does like she, she's always done that um she could always see ghosts since she was a little kid right so yeah and then her dad died and then he told her like hey it turns out you're a mediator this is what you need to do this is why you can see ghosts so he like just like gave her the down the 411 mm-hmm. like hey this is what's going on um so that's she's just been doing that but she solves a lot of ghost problems by punching them or at least like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like she's like oh she gosh. gets really frustrated she has like a short fuse like she just can't deal with like so she just like solves a lot of problems her, with her fist and i appreciate that about her i was just like it's frustrating on one hand because like she's like oh i'm i know what i'm doing i'm 16 and i know everything it's like oh. you don't boo but 16. i feel like that sometimes too and i so i appreciate that and so, uh, there's, I just, I really love this one scene where there's a party going on and this ghost gets in, into a fight with a boy. A boy <gasps> ghost gets into a fight with another boy. And like, so it's just, I could just picture in my head because no one could see these ghosts except for right. mediators. So basically to everyone else, it just looks like this guy is just like oh freaking the fuck out and like hitting himself for having like a like he's on drugs or something like but he's being attacked by a ghost and it's hilarious in my brain because i just i love i want to see that i i was like i want to see that like on a tv show or something also i'm totally that person who loves watching men fight Oh yeah, or, totally. Like, boys fight. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, totally. Like guy fights. Well, then you will love this, oh, especially I can't wait. the later books. Oh my god, <laughs> book four, I think it is, is where there's lots of boy fights. Oh yes. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. I love it so bad. It's so great. So yeah, I'm just gonna recommend that again. The Mediator series by Meg Cabot. And you could oh, get it on uh, Kindle, the Kindle store. Like the first couple books are only like three bucks each on the kindle store oh, so okay, that's not they're bad. really cheap to just see if you like them and they're 
pretty easy reads. They're young adult novels, so obviously they're right. short and like easy. 200 to, pages. Yeah, they're really easy to get through and digest. And so, yeah, I recommend them again, this time with the actual name. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to be old school and go to the library. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. I hope you could find the original books and not like the new covers and stuff. Like we're with... I hope you can find the Jenny Carroll editions. <gasps> okay. <laughs> that would be great. All right. I'll have to look it up. I have to. I have a book club. I have to get another book, too. So I'll pick up the first book and my book club book. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. How fun. I can't wait. Uh, so what's your recommendation? All right. My recommendation is a movie. And it's technically not ghost-related, but it is, like, weird, paranormal. Like, I'll explain it. So it's called I Know Who Killed Me. Uh, uh, uh. and it's <laughs> so it's a really shitty movie i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna put that out there but i love you know me i love my shitty movies right uh, uh, we all do they're so good they're so bad they're good so um it's <laughs> it's a Lindsay lohan movie excellent go on <laughs> and this is yes. like after her like breakdown where she like couldn't get good jobs, so I'm pretty sure this is like straight to DVD. Oh my goodness! Um, oh my damn! But I remember watching it because I remember hearing about it and I thought it was interesting. Um, oh shit! I didn't actually look up the description, but from what I remember, um, it's about like a girl who um, is like found from being captive with um, like she's she was held like captive by someone and it's i can't it's hard to explain so like so the the only description it's it gives on imdb is a young woman who was re- missing reappears but she claims to be someone else entirely so the girl everyone thinks she is is like this sweet wholesome like girl Good, you know, um, she's a stereotypical good, good girl. girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, has a boyfriend, like, just her family loves her, all sorts of good stuff going on in this chick's life. But she's like, that's not who I am. Um, and it's, she's like, no, I'm like the stripper. And, <laughs> I'm a stripper. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I, I'm still not sure. I can't remember what happens. I By feel the way, like you could it's... totally be a good girl and a stripper at the oh, same time. Oh, no, I agree. I'm... But like stereotypical movie, yeah. you know, she's yeah. bad because she strips. Yeah. Um, she's bad because she makes a whole fucking ton of money. Right. And of course, they portray her as like this disgusting, like, human being. But mm. anyway. Boo. Um, but whatever. So. <laughs> Boo on you, Hollywood. I feel like at some point. So it turns out that there are two girls who look exactly the same. Whether or not they're related, I can't remember. But she starts to, like, be able to feel what her quote-unquote twin is feeling. Cause her, I think they have to be related. her twin. Well, I feel like maybe they're not, though. Well, because usually, like, when that kind of stuff happens, like, it's... Maybe, you have yeah. to be... You have to actually be related. You have to actually right. be a twin to, like, feel, like, because you can... There's also studies where, like, twins, like, do have, like, some sort of sixth sense right. about their, their twin. Like, even if they've been separated forever, like, so it wouldn't make sense if they were genetically not related at all. Like, they just happen to look a lot alike because right. they just but happen again, to be a weird doppelganger. Yeah, this Why is would you have any movie, sort of connected? Though, so that could have yeah, totally been, like, the... They probably... The who knows? 
but um, let's just say that they're twins. We'll have to, separated uh, at we birth. We should just have, we should just rewatch it. That's right. We'll get to do that. It was really weird, and I swear at some point there's a missing arm. Like <gasps> her arm gets cut off, but I can't remember if it's her or the other girl or what. It's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, and, and like I, so, the movie came out I think in 2007. It says. Yeah. Back in the day. So I mean that was like 10 years ago. <gasps> oh my god, that Isn't was that 10 weird? years ago. Wow, I feel so <laughs> old. I do. Oh my too. god, so. I guess, oh, wow. So the books, the series I recommended, like they came out in like 2000. They started <gasps> at least coming out. So that was 17 years ago. Basically, Shit. these books are now older than the protagonist who started them. Oh, my God. This is so crazy. I can't believe it. I feel so old. My life is flashing before my eyes. <laughs> I'm just going to wither away and die. I'm so old. You oh, know? No, you're, oh, you're I'm so getting older by the minute. I'm, I'm so old. I'm so old. We look so young. Do we? Yes. Uh, do I? Because I we don't think I do. We both do, I think. Well, I think you look smashing and very young, <laughs> very Thank attractive. You. But I don't think I look very young at all. I, I think I look have... like an old lady. <laughs> look at my hands. They're so wrinkly. I'm on the verge of death. I have... Look at my hands. Look at them cute. <laughs> look at them. They're so old. <laughs> Actually, you have very young-looking hands and normal-looking hands, unlike my hands, which are fucking baby hands. Why? Why are that? Why do I have these childlike hands? Your hands are very baby-like, right? I feel like this you know? could be like a twelve-year-old's hand. <laughs> wow. Uh, so you do have baby hands. That's true. Yeah, I can't. I can't look away from your baby right? hands. They're just teeny. They're just so teeny. They're so dainty and teeny. And I like, just, I don't know if it's because they're like I have chubby fingers. Like if no, your fingers are really short. Here, put them here. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they're just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do have very long My fingers. Hands. <laughs> well, they're so. They're just really small. No one can see this. No one can see how we talk about our fucking hands but <laughs> trust me i have old long gnarly hands this is the segment q of the has <laughs> tiny baby hands this is the segment where we start talking about our insecurities <laughs> Let's and another about... thing <laughs> i'm old and i have baby hands <laughs> i'm old and i have gnarly gross hands <laughs> With really long fingers. No, I think you you have lovely hands. Oh, well, thank you. No, you're the prettiest. No, you are. No, you're the prettiest. No, you're, I love um, having pretty fights with my friends. I know, me too. You're the prettiest, though. So. Um, no. Um, yeah, deal with that, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just going to agree to disagree. Well, okay, cool. We'll do that then. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I tried to look up Nightbrain and I'm not finding shit. So I'll have to do that when I feel like researching. Look, better. just look up w things ladies in literature have died of, and right, you'll find the it list. Won't say what it means. I, I, I don't think it was explained oh. in the book though, because <laughs> there's a lot of things that have. Oh man, literature back in the day. It's like Nightbrain, does that mean like your brain is dark? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know what it means. Maybe you just thought too much about the night, and you just had a night on the brain, or like you fell asleep. Well, and cold never hands up. should be pretty. <laughs> like you just died of cold hands, or 
A beautiful face. A beautiful face. Don't got to worry about that. Yes, you do. <laughs> Bitch, please. Oh, man. Oh, man. I am having so much fun. I am, too. I, I love I, our... I, like, really missed this. I... Uh, me, too. Like, we literally <laughs> just took all week off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just... I feel, like, energized and really into it, and I'm I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I am so excited to get back to reading my bullshit uh, young adult novel. Oh, I, I want to read it's it so, so bad. It's, here's the thing. It is so Twilight, too, because uh. <laughs> here's the thing. I was rereading it, and I was just like, oh, my God. This is – at first, I was like, this is worse than Twilight because <laughs> the girl is 16. The main character is 16. Oh, God. Is the and ghost like adult ghost? He's He died when he was 20, <gasps> and it's been 150 years. No, that's not okay. So – but to be fair, in his – on his, in his defense, he has not been able to talk to anyone for 150 years. So he has not, like, been able to, he hasn't been able to speak to anyone. So okay. he hasn't had any sort of interaction with anyone. And he hasn't really grown or matured very much. Like, I don't know. He hasn't been reliving his high school years over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Right. Like, he hasn't done anything, basically. He's just been sulking in this house where he was killed in for 150 fucking years, not being able to talk to anyone. So somebody comes along and talks to him, and he's like, oh. so." And he's also like, like, oh, no, we shouldn't. Oh, because, of course, all dudes back in the day are like, oh, no, we shouldn't. Oh. (laughs) I, feel, I don't know if all dudes were like that. Well, yeah, but all dudes who are like in paranormal oh, romances okay, yeah. are very much like, oh, but I have these old fashioned ideas about chivalry and bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Man. So I cannot kiss you and I cannot be with you. Oh, because I am a monster. <laughs> Get over yourself, you motherfucker. Just kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Like, like the. What the fuck is that movie? Little Mermaid song. Go <laughs> yes, on and yeah. kiss, kiss the, the girl. girl. Exactly. Like that. I am basically, what is his name? Mr. Krabs. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Wrong crab. No, I'm basically okay. Sebastian <laughs> cheerleading. Kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Yeah. Just. You know, Eddie Pernal so romance. They Just meet each other in the first book because I want to get right into yeah, it. Yeah, they meet each other okay, in the first good. book. They meet each other in the first book, but like it takes a while for them. I take, well, some books are really short though. Okay. Like, so you can probably get through them. Well, I started reading them maybe Friday. Okay. And you're on four, you said? Uh, Maybe five. Let me check. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I used to read like Arl Stein books in like six hours. Exactly. So I could probably get through I'm that. on number six actually. I'm halfway okay. through number six. Okay. So I started I started like Friday evening when I was Damn. Have you I, been doing nothing but read? <laughs> I have actually took a lot of breaks because I, I can't always look yeah. at I can't always be reading, so yeah. I've just been like reading every chance like I, I could ha- spare my eyes. I'm like, what's going on now with Suze and <laughs> and Jesse? How oh, is Jesse? Suze and Jesse. Oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> He's a hunk. I'm gonna have to find the Arl Stein book for you. Also, so here, also in defense of Jesse, the ghost mm-hmm. who is 150 plus years old, whatever. 
all the other guys in Suze's life are garbage. Like oh, they're I'm just sure. like all the other dudes. Like they're just like and they they're just horrible garbage, horrible garbage men. Like uh-huh. like they they're either super boring or just generally disinteresting or they're actually terrible humans like something there's really no competition between the people that she could be dating and the person that she wants to date well, who was a ghost stories go it's like yeah but like it's not always so obvious and like sometimes it's like kind of like oh maybe she should be with this other guy who has like a different supernatural power and like blah 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 blah, blah. just like no just be with this ghost bitch like <laughs> just do it i feel like with those kinds of stories it's always like the guy, the guy that wants to be with her that's not, like, the weird paranormal guy is, like, basic, like, dude. He's just a basic, you know, like, he he's just be, a basic bitch of a dude. She would be fine in life if she got with this guy instead of, like, ghost or or vampire, vampire or, or werewolf, werewolf or, whatever, or the fuck whatever the fuck the it option is. is yeah, exactly. Paranormal um, or, like, whatever. But yeah. But I, I feel like they're like... I don't think she has like a, a good normal option though. Oh, like okay. all of her options are like not very satisfying. They're either meh okay. or wow, don't ever, don't do that. <laughs> Just don't. Like I feel like it's like it's like telling girls that you should find someone who's not just normal. Do you know what I mean? Don't like, find a normal guy. Find a ghost. <laughs> find a ghost or just someone super like. Well, like you shouldn't find a normal guy. You should find right. a guy who like, or well, a girl. You should find somebody who right. you really like and whoever you really like, you know, just. It shouldn't matter if they're a ghost or a vampire should, or, or whatever. Or you know, whatever, whoever they are. Just like if, if like you have that connection, you know, just. Yeah connect with if them if you're 16 and they're like 150 and okay years. well <laughs> look in fiction that's all right but right in real life don't date 106 don't that age i don't different. know i i would consider it yeah well <laughs> <laughs> i remember when i was 16 and i thought it was a great idea so yeah like I mean, I'm, 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 I'm 31, it, I'm, and I'm I still also, think it's a great idea. I'm reading it through that lens also. I'm just like, well, I, there's times when I'm reading this book, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so, oh, this is so 17 years right. ago, okay? This is not okay anymore. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Ugh. But, like, I'm just like, oh, you know what? It was a different time. It was 17 years ago. Yeah. I'm sure. I can't wait to read the most recent book, though. So Is it, like... Is it like current time then? I don't know. Or uh, no, was I don't that think, like the I, last I think book she I, wrote? I don't think it would be current time because like if, like technically if she was 16 in 2000-ish, like, and she's maybe like in her early 20s um, in this, the most recent book, I think. Uh, and it, yeah, like that wouldn't mathematically make any sense. Right. She would have to... But then but it, again, I read um, the Stephanie Plum series where this bitch has been like 32 for, I'm, I want to say like 15 years. Excellent. <laughs> Possibly 20. She's been 32 for 20 years. Um, you know, when I turn 32, that's probably what I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Just like I stopped. I stopped. I stopped at, at 23 for a couple of years. Okay. God, that's so young. 
uh, yeah, but now I'm 29 and I'm fine with that now. But I was not fine with being older than 23 for That's a couple so years. That's so funny. I, you knew me when I was 23. I know, but I didn't know you had an issue with it. You knew me and I was not, I was just 23 and I was 23 and I was 23. You were such a baby. I was such a baby. You still are. <laughs> oh my goodness. I am, I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> But I'm still a baby at heart. That's what I keep trying to tell myself. Yeah. What, that you're a grown-ass woman or you're yeah. a baby at heart? Grown. <laughs> <laughs> you have your own house. You have... Uh, uh Whatever. You're grown up. I have a car payment. Ugh, that sounds terrible. That's, that's, the sh- that's the shitty. Ew. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I guess we should probably end. Yeah, this I'm sorry. I just keep on it. I just keep on talking about this no, fucking thing. Look, all right, cool. You know what? It's been a great episode. I've been, had so much fun. I have too. This has been really pleasant. Yeah, let's do it again sometime, like we next should. week. Oh. Hey. <laughs> um, so I guess if you have any um, paranormal stories, it doesn't have to be firsthand. If you just heard of us, you have a friend of a friend. Give a fuck. Tell us about it. Tell us about like just a ghost story from your hometown. Whatever. Yeah. It's like it's just whatever. Yeah. Just tell us. We love ghost stories. Just tell us some ghost stories. That'd be great. Um. Yeah. We have uh, our Gmail. So theghosthose at gmail dot com. Um. The ghosthose is our Instagram name, Twitter, Twitter name, our Facebook page, and group. Yeah, so, you know, you can find us online. If yeah. you found us here, you could find us online. Yeah. So, yeah. Just totally. search The Ghost Hose, because I feel like if you search Ghost Hose, some other weird shit comes up. Yeah. That's it's going to be us. some weird bullshit, and we are not responsible for... That is not us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connie, guess what? What, what? You haven't talked about ghost fucking this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about it. I'm sure you were. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, send us send us some stuff, and, and by stuff I mean messages. <laughs> send us your words. Talk to us. Tell us anything. Mm-hmm. Do you like our podcast? Do you not like our podcast? Don't tell us we, you don't like it. Yeah, I, I mean, if you don't, if there are things you don't like, you maybe can tell like us that. Private message us, <laughs> and then Look. we'll try to fix it. Yeah, we'll fix it. We'll make it better. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because we want to make you guys, our listeners, happy. Yeah. That's why we. I mean, I, I do it for myself, too. But Yeah, you know. I, I do this because I have fun, and I think this is, I don't know, I think this is fun. And yeah. I have a good time talking to you about ghost stuff. Uh, but I also want you guys to have fun and enjoy listening to us. Right. So, yeah. um, and I guess I kind of want to say thank you to everyone, too, who has been listening. Yeah, because there's means been... kind of a lot to us. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, <laughs> you're just you're so emotional you I can't, can't i can't even say anything you can't say i'm just touching my heart and making a face and <laughs> i can't tell you how much it means to me that you're listening and i think you guys i think everyone who's listening i think our editors yeah I think, thank you so much so let's go through the names real quick again so we've got gannon gannon ryan the other ryan, other ryan. and jade. jade wait i think there's another one shit uh. Um, we'll catch you on the next episode. We'll catch you on the next episode. Maybe there's another one. Maybe I'm just making that up in my ghost-addled brain. Whatever. 
It happens. Um, if you have if you have edited these episodes in any way, thank you. And we'll figure out who you are and say your name. <laughs> um, but no, seriously. And like I, I was telling Connie earlier too, like I'm I'm just super happy that she's doing this with me and like we're doing this together. It's a lot of fun. And I feel like it's gotten our friendship a lot closer. And we're touching uh, or we're reaching to touch hands. <laughs> okay. Um I don't know, it's just nice, you know? Yeah. And honestly, like if if you do enjoy this podcast, we want to hear from you and your ideas and what you would like to hear more of. Yeah. Give us some feedback. We would love feedback. I love when you sing. <laughs> I can't stop and I won't stop. Um can't stop me now. Like if you don't I'm give us a good time, having a good time, I will I will stop. No, no, you're good. <laughs> um, but if if you don't give us feedback, we're just going to continue on as we're doing. Right. We're just going to talk about shit we want to talk about, which may not be what you want us to talk about. <laughs> so let us know. Yeah. Let us know. But we love you guys. All right. Um, bye, bye, booze. Ghost House. Where's it? Oh, here it is. We literally spent 15 minutes talking about <laughs> just bullshit.